Morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi. This is so wonderful. Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Ring, the U.S. version of The Ring. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks supposedly bought the rights to the original uh, story for a million dollars. I think that was a good idea. Yeah. It's a lot, but I think they, they saw a good thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, as of October 2013, The Ring is the highest grossing horror remake of all time and ended up making $129 million just domestically. Wow. Yeah. So they got their money back. What beat that? Do you know? I don't know. I don't think any. I don't know if anything's beat it. That's just the last time that that has oh, been. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a, that's a, the highest grossing horror remake. So I know there's been a ton oh, of remakes okay, okay. since, yeah. but as of 2013, that was the highest grossing remake. Yeah. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. It was originally released, uh, the original was uh, released in Japan in 1998. The original was called Ringu, or just Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, it was directed by Hideo Na- Na- Nakata. Uh, I am the worst with these names. <laughs> I feel bad. The oh. original film was uh, based on a novel by Koji Suzuki, which was based on a Japanese folktale called The Dish Mansion at Bancho. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so there's a lot of different... Yeah. Um, but this one uh, is about a servant girl who works for a samurai, and she loses one of his ten precious plates. And... I know, right? He's a plate collector. Oh, wow. Um, and she loses one. What do you one. do in your spare time? I kill people and collect plates. Right? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so she loses one, and the samurai approaches her about it, and, you know, she's upset. She asks for forgiveness, and he says, well, if you sleep with me, um. boing, boing, then maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everything will be fine. And she stands up for herself and she says, no. And so he kills her. Wow. <laughs> he throws her into a well. Aww. And she dies. And she comes back to haunt him. And she counts to nine. And then she screams when she reaches ten. Wow. So that's like her her way of being a vengeful spirit. is. So whenever you're in Japan and you come across a vengeful spirit who is starting to count to nine before she gets to 10 you can scream 10 and that like breaks the curse basically for wow yeah there you go that is not that's what the ring is based off of that's crazy it's not quite the same story no the well is the only (laughs) thing that's like similar yeah maybe the counting part seven days yeah templates and the vengeful spirit and the vengeful spirit but that's about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um the u.s version was released in 2002 just a few years later it was directed by gore verbinski who also did pirates of the caribbean and rango and most recently a cure for wellness which i haven't seen yet but unfortunately, I have heard mixed reviews. Oh, that's so sad because it looks so good. It does. It, <laughs> and it the looks, cast looks great. Oh, my God, I know. So. It really does. It looks good. But I've heard 
I've heard mixed reviews. Mm. So, unfortunately. Yeah. Abby. Yes. Tell us the story of The Ring, the U.S. version. Okay. So, the story of The Ring focuses on um, Rachel, who is the main character played by Naomi Watts. Um, She's a single mother and journalist, and she's trying to unravel the mystery of this tape that she finds. Um, And it connects the murder of four young people. um, And one of those young people included her niece. So um, she's got personal ties to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But as a journalist, she's very, very good at investigating. Um, So these four young people stayed at a cabin in the woods. um, And they viewed the tape and then, um, well, in the opening sequence of the movie, you have two of two of the four young people, these two girls, um, who are talking about it. And basically, one of the girls explains that those who watch the tape die seven days after viewing it. And you get this really creepy phone call, and somebody whispers um, seven days into the phone. Um, and that's when you know that you're pretty much doomed to die. <laughs> The worst. So, which is terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's awful, you know? Um, so, Rachel goes on a journey um, to figure out the origin of the tape. And basically, she uncovers this whole story about this woman named Anna Morgan. Um, and she was a champion horseback rider and breeder and that kind of thing. And she lived on this island and she wanted to have children, but she couldn't conceive, so she adopts a young girl named Samara. And it's kind of a mystery. Um, she and her husband leave the island for, like, um, I think people thought they were taking, like, a vacation or something like that. And she comes back with Samara, and everyone was just kind of like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then it's revealed that Samara actually has the ability to torment people psychically. So she can basically imagine these pictures with her mind and they come to fruition and um, it's all these very grotesque things um, that she imagines and they kind of come to be. So So scary. Yes. And I don't know why, but it's always so terrifying to me when it's a child. Oh, yeah, of and, course. I mean, you can sympathize with them because they're so innocent. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think that's what – because you're not expecting it, you know? Oh, no. And you're never expecting Ugh. it, right? Every yeah. time there's a creepy kid in movies, people are like, oh, I hate creepy kids. <laughs> because it's true. Because you want to trust kids. They're, yeah. They're supposedly innocent and pure. And when they are not that – it's frightening. Yeah. And that's what horror is. It's taking your expectations, right? If we go back to Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. It's taking what you think is safe and then turning it upside down and telling you it's not safe anymore. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my yes. gosh. Wow. So, okay. When was the first time you saw The Ring? Do you remember? Um, Actually, it was pretty recent. It was in, it was definitely in the last four-ish years or okay. so. I I feel like I was in my 20s when I saw it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't young or anything by any means. So it didn't really scare me, I think, as much as it would have if I had watched it when I was younger. Um, but I actually really didn't like it the first time I saw it. Wow. Yeah. And I 
was just kind of like, you know, this is not my cup of tea kind of a thing. But then I watched it again and I kind of paid attention to how the movie was shot. And I decided that (laughs) I really liked the hues and the lighting and yes. just the images that they used. Absolutely. I well, just you're kind an of, artist. Yeah. So you would be affected by color and the style of how they filmed it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's, I don't know, something just kind of, I just kind of did a 180 the second or third time I watched it. And I was like, you know, this is actually really beautiful. It's so great. Yeah. yeah it is beautifully yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. I was 15. When I first saw The Ring, (laughs) I was alone in my parents' house. Oh, which is like big and open and In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) I rented it on demand. And I was so freaked out that I had to sleep with the light on. That is the first (gasps) time I have ever had to sleep with the light on for a movie and it hasn't happened since wow it's it's that's the first movie and the last movie and the like the first time with a book and the last time with a book was um stephen king's the girl who loved tom gordon oh okay those are the only two times in my life i've had to sleep with the light on because i've been so (gasps) scared crapless oh my god it scared the crap i mean and it affected me like i woke up the next day and i was like Am I the same person? Like, <laughs> yes. Well, that's another thing too. Why I ended up kind of changing my mind about it because I honestly I think it was because when I was in high school, everybody talked about it and how yeah. scared they were of it. And then I watched it and I was like, Ugh, this is not that scary. Like it, it, it didn't really bother me that much. But right. then, like, you kind of start to think about it, and it's amazing how the story is woven and like how many layers there are to it it's great great storytelling it's really great yeah Yeah. it's wonderfully told the uh horse dying and the horse jumping off whoa yeah um even the girl at the beginning dying i was oh my gosh affected by both of those things that i mean i think because the fact that she wasn't a disposable character she had a family she was connected to the main girl she's connected to her son she was somebody who had a history who was mm-hmm. just a normal person and they really did portray that in the film i thought yeah. she had friends her friends are at the funeral i mean it was just like this is th-. and as a 15 year old and even watching it again recently i was like this is sad this is upsetting and it is it's so i i didn't really realize it either until the first like few times I watched it, mm-hmm. it is really, really emotional. It's emotionally charged. Yeah. And, and I don't know if it's maybe because of the whole like familial element to mm-hmm. it. Um but it's I, th- I think so. I think that's a great I think that's a great connection. Yeah. It's something that we, you know, when your pet dies, when someone in your life dies, when you're trying to figure out, like, trying to find the answers. Like, why did this happen? That is what's happening in the ring. She's trying to find out why is this happening? Why why is this grief happening? You know, whatever. So I think that that's, I think that's a very powerful message and we can all relate to that. Um, You know what I just thought of, too? Um, Yeah. Samara is killed by Anna, 
Yes. And all Anna wants is a child. You're all Anna and wanted. Yes. Yeah. And then you have Rachel, who has basically an unplanned pregnancy. She didn't plan on having her son, but loves him so, so much. Mm-hmm. And he watches the tape. So she thinks that he's going to die, and she's doing everything in her power to prevent his death. Yes. So on one hand, you have a woman who just wants to get rid of her child, just can't stand having her. And then on the other hand, you have this woman who maybe didn't foresee this happening to her, but is doing everything in her power to make sure that Aiden lives through this amazing yeah yeah because anna does go out of her way to adopt samara mm-hmm. and oh my gosh Abby, yeah you're so, a genius <laughs> Ugh, i love bulb it. moment <laughs> no it's amazing i love it oh yeah. my gosh that that's perfect oh it's perfect yeah wow okay so let's talk about the characters let's talk about rachel who is technically the final girl yeah in this film or the hero, really. She's the hero. Mm-hmm. She's resourceful. Mm-hmm. She has, like, a power job. Like, she's her own, basically her own boss, right? Yeah. Even though her boss comes up to her and says, you're fired. She goes, no, I'm not. Yeah. And he's like, okay, no, you're not. Bye. <laughs> she's awesome. She, she is, is awesome. a badass. Yeah. She does this whole thing basically by herself. Her ex-boyfriend, Noah, who is Aiden's father, mm-hmm. we find out, he is is very helpful he's along for the ride he's at first hesitant but once he realizes that stuff's going on he's very helpful but it is always her yeah she is the one doing everything Mm -hmm. the entire time and she wins in the end really i mean like she is the winner in the end yeah she fights the whole time she's not the virgin she's not the innocent one she is resourceful She's mm-hmm. a regular working single mom and she wins. Yeah. In the end. I love that so, so much. Great. Yeah. And if you don't love the ring for at least that reason, you're crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. She's awesome. And Naomi Watts is wonderful. Oh yeah. She's really good in that. She role. I thought honestly that it's one of her best roles. Really. Possibly her best role. Yeah. 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 Well, she did. She won a few awards like she was not i read she was nominated for one and she didn't win the award but i i believe she won for mtv's best horror film of the year Mm -hmm. and then there was like another like main character award thing that she won um but i mean it's easy to see why absolutely because she's freaking amazeballs she makes this unrealistic story become realistic yeah like you believe it because naomi watts naomi watts is rachel believes it yeah it's so great yeah it's awesome and she's her emotions are very um i guess palpable is maybe the word that i'm looking for Mm -hmm. like um she's you can tell how much she loves her son and yeah. Even though things maybe didn't work out between her and Noah, she still really, really cares for them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, besides her niece's family and her sister, like, that's pretty much all she has throughout the movie. So, yeah, you know, she's kind of, I mean, like you said, she's a single mom figure. She's out there on her own. And so. 
yeah, she has a job where she's just she's not sitting at a desk. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I right. have a job where I'm sitting <laughs> at a desk. But she's on her feet. She's out and she's trying to figure out what has happened. Yeah. And she does. It's great. She does it. I mean, Noah helps her, eh, but he's he dies. <laughs> yeah. He Which, died. I mean, upsetting, but it's, okay. This is going to sound really really bad, but in a way, I kind of I don't like it when people die. Don't get me the wrong. Like don't don't get the well, wrong impression. No, you shouldn't. But not, I definitely don't. Please everyone don't think I'm a psychopath. But um I think when you have a main character like that end up dying by the end of the film, it mm-hmm. makes it a lot more powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, he's not uh, as much as you're as you're maybe on the fence about him, he's not an idiot. No, he's and not. You kind of miss him, right? Yeah. He's not, he's not so bad. I guess the, the guy in the original ring from Japan, he had a more prominent role, but that took away from the main female character in that film. Yeah. So I guess the roles were sort of switched in the U.S. Yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still think he was um, useful, at least, yeah. to a, a great degree. If not useful for anything else other than an emotional uh, crutch, basically, that right. you know, is holding up Rachel throughout the whole thing. And so when he goes and she sees his face, yeah, it's fright- It's sad. And you're like, oh, darn. I know. Oh, no. What about like, Rachel? Oh, dang nabbit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That scene scared the crap out of me when um, she crawls out of the... When you're 15, right, and you're watching that, and, the, and this is like the first... I think one of the first films that we as Americans have seen um, that's a remake of a Japanese uh, movie. So this whole, yeah. um, you know, uh, vengeful spirit with the black hair that we talked about in two, Tale of Two Sisters, like even before that, it was Samara. It was yeah. The Ring. And that, I mean, we were like clean slates We while watching mm-hmm. this film. This was the first thing that like that that we had ever seen yeah. and now it's like everyone expects the tangled black hair of, of japanese ghosts like when yes, the grudge was yeah, made yeah that's true but but then we weren't expecting that and it's yes, scary yes it is scary oh my god yeah especially the part two where rachel falls down into the well that's <gasps> underneath yes. the house and she like reaches into the water and she pulls up Ooh, the hair oh yeah. it like it makes your skin crawl. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's... Looking at drains in your shower after that. Yeah. Oh like, my god. Yes. <laughs> and also, she's in my shower. Well, and I thought at first when I saw the movie the first time, when she's pulling that, um, it's like a like a heart monitor cord or something that she like pulls out of her mouth. But it's her hair, isn't it? That's what I thought it was. But it has like a little a little thing attached to it, and so. I thought maybe that it was it had to do with the flashbacks of Samara in therapy, oh. and maybe something to do with monitoring her. I don't know, but I, like that's what I thought it was. Oh, was okay. hair? So, I think it's hair. Ugh, ugh, and it's gross. Instant gag reflex, like <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> something no. we can all relate to. Nobody yeah. really likes that. No, no. Um. Okay, so. What do you think of Aiden, the son? You know, I really like him. Oh I really do. Okay. I think, Continue. <laughs> I think that it, 
he was very he's very witty and he's super cute just super adorable like you want to sit down and have a conversation with him because even for being so young he's so he's like a little old man you know he is a little old man he really is like he's like a suit yeah he does (laughs) and he like gets himself up for school in the morning oh my gosh it's just so cute but um I I it was kind of weird because I feel like the dialogue for his character it was it was a little bit old for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Intentional, do you think? Maybe. I think so because cuz he calls her Rachel. Yes. It was so so strange to me. And but, she's like, "Okay." And she just goes with it. Yeah, right? Like he's just his own little person. Yeah, kind of he's thing. very independent. Yeah, he is. And I think it has to do with growing up and seeing Rachel basically on her grind all the time because she's a single mom. Mm-hmm. And um, also the conversation that Noah and Aiden have when they're in the car waiting for Rachel. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, do you want me around a little bit more? And Aiden's just like, mm, no. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't need you. Yeah. And I think he genuinely means that. I, I do too. don't need you. There's definitely a disconnect there. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think he looks like um, he's been in the the cold pool too long. Like he's like his lips yeah. are always purple. Yes, and I'm just that was something that bothered me this this time watching it as an adult. Yeah, and I was like, get get that kid a sweater. Like, <laughs> Somebody get this kid a blanket. He's cold. Yeah. Um. So his makeup kind of threw me off this time around. Yeah. Um. That was something I was like, okay, you know, what yeah. is happening to him? Well, you know what, but, though? Um, I think he even says after he watches the tape and Rachel's like, oh, my God, why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. He says something about not being able to sleep. So, oh, so I he's think an insomniac. He, yeah. That's maybe, oh, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. And I mean, who would be able to sleep after watching something like that? You know what I mean? So it's like, well, no, well, obviously well. I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't have the light on. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, let's talk about the missing actor from The Ring. A lot of people don't know this, but Chris Cooper, who was the actor in American Beauty, he plays the military dad, the next door neighbor, mm-hmm. who um, is secretly gay. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, that's what I can remember him off the top of my head from. Um, he was in this movie and he was supposed to like bookend the film. Like he was supposed to be part of uh, Rachel's current uh, case that she was reporting. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he was going to watch the tape that she had her son copy and then have him die from it. Yeah. And, like, he was supposed to be the one, I guess, to end it, maybe? Because it wouldn't circulate, would it? No. Unless it was... Yeah. I don't know. But it was supposed to end with him watching the tape that the son copied. Yeah. And I I don't know if you mentioned it, but he his character was supposed to be, like, a pedophile. Yeah. He was supposed to be yeah. really bad. Yeah. Bad. And he was yeah. in jail? Bad. Something. But yeah. he was supposed to be, like, the 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 thing to, like stop the curse or the the thing that that she uses to continue the curse i guess yeah. maybe well i mean if anybody should 
die from watching that tape it should probably be a pedophile yep probably (laughs) yeah but yeah he didn't work out uh because audiences thought he was a useless character they said that they didn't need him i think that's crazy yeah and you know what the only time that you see him in that film is when noah is reading the newspaper right before he dies and you'll actually see a picture of Chris Cooper's character and, like, a headline talking about him in the paper. Mm. And so it's kind of cool because, you know, he does exist. He's right there. But, yeah. But because he was at the beginning, only the beginning and only the end, they could just slice and dice and he was gone. Yep. And you never would have known. Yeah. I had no idea until I was reading about it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't think I knew about it until you brought it up either, so... Yeah, I, I read that he was also in the promos. Like, it was, like, talked about that he was in the film. Oh, like, he wow. was one of the A-list actors in the film. Because okay. it's Chris Cooper, I guess. But Yeah, yeah. Um, So they, like, advertised with him in it. And then they were like, nope. And then he just disappeared from the film. It's amazing. Huh. Yeah. That is crazy. Crazy. Yes. Fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> um, yeah. The Gore Verbinski, I guess really uh, didn't like working on this film, the director, he said that it gave him nightmares. Oh, well, gee. And he lost (laughs) sleep. And they filmed this in Washington State, which is normally, not all the time, but normally quite dreary. Oh, yeah. And he he got depressed making this film. And so he, yeah. So, I mean, there's all kinds of stories that are crazier behind, like, horror films. But this was something that I thought was really interesting because, you know, you never know what's going to happen to you when you work on a horror film. Right, yeah. Uh, everything could go fine and it could be fun. But for Gore, apparently it was yeah, too much. Well, it's very it's very heady. Like, it's got some some heavy subject matter. And I think, actually, you can see that in the film. Yeah. Like, it's definitely reflected, for sure. Yeah. Even everything from the lighting to, like I said before, the colors, it's just very, ugh. Like, it feels like a Monday. (laughs) The whole movie is a Monday. Yeah. Monday morning. Uh, Before I talk about what happened with, uh, how do you pronounce her name? The actress who played Samara? I think it's... Deve Chase? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Before I talk about a little fun thing behind the scenes about her, uh, her character and the actress, like, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Samara and what do you think about Deve Chase playing her? Like, how well do you think it was done? I think she did a great job um, for being so young. Um, I, I think she's terrifying. Even though the movie didn't really scare me maybe as much as other mm-hmm. horror movies the samara character i feel has become so iconic yeah and it's it's something that everybody knows even if you haven't seen the movie you're like oh that's the girl from the ring yeah even if you don't know her name you know she's that's the ring girl it's kind of yeah. like the exorcist like even if you have never seen it you're like oh yeah i know that's I, reagan I, yeah, yeah i totally know that so um yeah i love I love her. I love her character. I love the persona. Um, I like the background a lot. I love her background mm-hmm. in this film. Yeah, I mean, her story. I wish that there was maybe a, a side story mm-hmm. into like where she came from and 
and more about that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought she was super interesting. I love it. So, yeah. Yeah. And Divi Chase, she was the voice of Chihiro in Spirited Away. And Lilo. And Lilo. From Lilo and Stitch. Yes. And she, I think, was the little sister in Donnie Darko. Right? Really? Yeah. I'm, oh my gosh. I hope so. I think oh. she is. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, she's totally her. Yeah. yeah. Lies, lies, lies. I'm pretty sure that's her. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, I need to look. Just in case you ever get this for, like, a trivia question or something at your local bar, you'll know. Oh, my gosh, she's beautiful. Look at her. She's all she grown up. She is, I know. Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah, it popped up. Okay, that's her. Okay, cool. Yes, she's in Donnie Darko, for real. <laughs> I didn't make it up. Uh... But, yeah, she's an amazing actress. So great for a little kid. She was really good. I know. She was good. Ugh. Her voice is, um, obviously, because she's Chihiro and Lilo, it, it's recognizable. Oh, yeah, it's for great. sure. Yeah. Which so. is hilarious because if you look at Samara and then you hear that tiny little I voice, know. you're like, what? <laughs> she's like, what does she say in the movie? Um Daddy only cares about the horses. Oh, and yeah. And it's like, Lilo. <laughs> Lilo. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Less threatening. Yeah. True. And then she doesn't talk and she crawls through the TV screen and oh, yeah, horrifies yeah, forever. Kills everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this film is so incredible. Uh, Abby, there is a circular nature to the curse. Yeah. So. Um, well, it's what it's all about, right? It's yeah, the ring. Yeah, for sure. And I think Rachel, um, being as resourceful as she is and really digging deep into the story, um, learns that in order to prevent your death, you have to show the tape to someone else. You have to make a copy and show it to, I mean, the person of your choosing, um, and then they have to do the same thing. Right. So hence the whole ring symbolism. So Samara can never die and she'll never sleep because it just keeps going on and on. So if you don't, it's certain death for you. <laughs> so, oh, gosh. Yeah. You, you know. better do it. Just give it to the pedophile. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> That's cut from your film. Just give it to all the undesirables. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. I think we just no. We need well. It needs to exist. But I was gonna say oh. I think we just cured the world of evil people. Oh wow! But Samara's not real. Yeah, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Oh well. Well, fortunately, unfortunately, but, you know. <laughs> oh I know. Oh God. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Next week we'll be talking about the first horror film in the U.S. to have a female producer director and writer Ooh. Ooh. hope to see you all there